0: It's software that existed before the pandemic, but these days in remote work, it seems a lot more vital. I'm referring to Microsoft 365 and Teams. If your 365 or Teams isn't working, it's pretty well sure your company probably isn't working. So how can companies ensure their employees have a great and equitable 365 and Teams experience? Well, that's exactly what a local tech company is working on. Today, we talk with Ottawa-based Martello Technologies Coming up on Tecopia Live. Kern from the Ottawa Business Journal. Welcome to Techopia Live. This is a regular podcast from OBJ that features the next generation technology companies. Plus, we keep you updated on the established players. We're doing that today, by the way, all with a goal of keeping you informed about the local technology sector. In today's episode, we talk with a technology company that's been on the radar uh, at both OBJ and Techopia for several years. It's a it's one of Ottawa's few publicly traded uh, technology companies. Its backstory involves uh, none other than Sir Terence Matthews. And these days it's undergoing a very significant uh, pivot to capitalize on a technology platform that's become way more important uh, in the pandemic and as we kind of adopt uh, uh, remote work. Now let's welcome our guest. Here is the CEO of Martello Technologies. Please welcome John Proctor. Hello, John.
1: Hi, Michael. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, I'm excited. Uh, Like many companies these days, uh, John, um, you're undergoing some changes and some changes uh, that in part were influenced uh, by the pandemic, as I noted. But before we talk about Martello Technologies, I want to get to know you a little bit better. So uh, give us your give us a short uh, bio.
1: Sure. Um, From my accent, you can probably gather I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, I'm not an Ottawa native. I wasn't born here. Uh, I'm somebody who chose to, uh, to be here. Uh, I served in the British military and then the Canadian military, uh, leaving in 2010. So, like many folks in Ottawa, I'm a, a veteran. And then at that time I joined a company called CGI and did my sort of post military business apprenticeship with those guys and grew up that way. And by then, I, as you mentioned, I'd met uh, Sir Terry Matthews. Uh, and when Terry was looking for a CEO for Martello, Uh, He asked me if I would be interested in taking that on.
0: And that was about, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, seven years ago? I should know that off the top. That was
1: 2017, so just coming up up on five
0: years. Five years. Okay, that's good. I'm sure it's flown by Uh, without any challenges whatsoever, John. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway... uh, uh, I just want to make sure uh, as we get into the, uh, the the weeds on Martello that people have a sense of, of what the company does. So can you give us kind of your, uh, your up-to-date um, elevator pitch on Martello, John?
1: Uh, sure. So overall, we deliver software that monitors the user experience of communications, collaboration, and productivity tools. And we've got two real focuses. We have a focus on the world's leading cloud communication platform, which is Microsoft Teams, and the one that started martello and brought brought martello into being which is our relationship with mitel um and really when you look at that a lot of it guys they really sort of look and saying you know they're working with a blindfold on how do i deliver these services to users um, as best i can to allow people to be as productive as possible and it can be any number of issues and we want to give as much visibility to the it team to solve those problems quickly as possible and the the new product, and you mentioned our pivot and our change, the new product called Vantage DX is the software that gives a complete end-to-end view of what's happening in that Office 365 space so people can spot any root causes and fix them quickly and ideally without the user even knowing there's been a problem.
0: That's excellent. And just a few more factoids on the company before we get into that uh, p- those pivot questions. Uh, so give us a sense of your annual revenue, your number of employees, uh, maybe even uh, who your who a tup- typical customer of Martello looks like.
1: Yeah, so annual revenue and we're public and this is out there is around 17.5 million a year. Um, the uh, again, if I look at number of employees, uh, you know, 50% of our employees are here in Ottawa. Uh, 50% are now global. Uh, we've changed a bit, and we're about 95 employees in total. Um, so not huge, but certainly enough that you know we've got folks in Singapore, folks in India, folks in France, but folks in the UK, et cetera. So we do consider ourselves sort of a small global Ottawa company. Um, And I think really, as we look at sort of where Martello will grow, certainly some of it will be in Kanata as part of that sort of relationship. But at the same time, you know, we're gonna look at these global, and that's also because of the client base. Um, You know, we're like many Canadian companies, a certain degree, you have to be successful outside Canada to be successful in, and that, and by your smile, that's not the first time somebody's been on this program and told you that. So, our clients if I look at some of our you know clients, uh, US government departments, uh, UK government uh, departments, uh, financial institutions around the world, uh, big food manufacturers, etc. etc. Uh, so, it, it truly is a global offering in that respect.
0: So let's talk about this pivot. So, uh, you know, my understanding of Martello is it was very connected to Mitel. Mitel, of course, had lots of uh, hosted uh, phone systems, cloud-based phone systems, and initially, Martello kind of was monitoring the performance of those uh, telephone systems effectively. Is that is that it? And and now it's changing. So, tell us about what it was and what it's becoming.
1: Yeah. So we've been with Mitel for a number of years. We've still got a strong partner. We've actually just extended our agreement by three years. And Mitel themselves have changed. They sold off their their cloud business to RingCentral, and they've gone very focused onto the on-premise business, which I I think is great. Um, The the cloud business is really busy. There's an awful lot of competition for Mitel there. Being the number one player in the on-premise business is is not a bad place to be at all, and we're very happy to support them. But it means we're also more important to them than we used to be as well, hence the agreement by three years. And it's still, you know, they represent 50% of our revenue today. But as we watched that space changed and we watched where sort of Microsoft was going with this sort of world domination of that sort of unified communication space, uh, we realized we wanted to connect to the Microsoft Teams environment. So right at the start of the pandemic, so great timing, uh, we acquired a Swiss company called GSX, which had software very similar to the capabilities we provide to Mitel, but focused on Microsoft 365 and Teams. So we brought them into the fold. We added in this capability that we had with Mitel already. So now we can see that complete end-to-end from Microsoft in the the home environment, to Microsoft across the internet service, to Microsoft in the network, into Microsoft in the phone system. Uh, And we can see across all of that.
0: And, th- and it's very timely, of course, uh, as he indicated, Microsoft 365 and Teams is probably the biggest remote work platform that existed, of course, before the pandemic. But now that, you know, people's uh, offices still to some degree are are empty, you know, Microsoft, these Microsoft tools are effectively your business. Like if, if they're not working, uh, your employees aren't working.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll extend it further. If you're a CEO, CFO you've bought this tool set, you've bought a degree of expectation of productivity. Our job is to measure that and say, are you getting the most productive you can from the tools you've bought? And you're absolutely right. Um, Microsoft growth is fabulous. Uh, They've got 270 million monthly active Teams users. So that's our market space. That's where we're going. They're also announcing this piece called Operator Connect, and they're announcing a you know constantly announcing new partners in that space which is their connectivity and the phone systems so you know you won't need a phone you just use teams and teams can help you communicate whether it's on a cell phone a desk phone or your laptop or your ipad it doesn't matter microsoft is going to dominate with this teams environment and then bring more applications into that environment to allow enable even more productive capabilities
0: And John, I wanna better understand your value proposition, but we're gonna just pause our conversation in just a second here to uh, recognize today's sponsor, Number Crunch.
1: Number Crunch is an Ottawa-based firm that allows you to outsource your financials, especially if you're a technology startup or early stage company. Number Crunch services range from bookkeeping, accounts receivable, and monthly reconciliations to full virtual CFO services including investment preparation and cash flow forecasting. Number Crunch is led by Susan Richards and Craig Hung. Combined, they have more than 40 years of financial experience in this market, having advised dozens of firms. Number Crunch will help your company mitigate risk by ensuring proper accounting procedures, provide you with strategic input and scale along with your business. To get a quote on outsourcing your accounting, please visit Numbercrunch.ca.
0: And we're back with the CEO of Martello Technologies, John Proctor. So, John, as I was saying, I want to get into the weeds a little bit here. So, you know, it's it, the 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 sense that Martello is looking to work more uh, with customers who use 365 and Teams is not new to me. What I didn't understand for the longest time is uh, I was. I was assuming that because those are cloud-based platforms for most people, that if, for example, I or my company had a problem with Teams or 365, then I would just pick up the call, pick up the phone, and call Microsoft and say, "What's going on?" But in fact, uh, you know, uh, there's my misunderstanding of the technology world or the networking world. Tell me in, in a bit more detail, uh, without getting too geeky, as we say, uh, what Martello is doing to help people monitor their uh, 365 and Teams networks.
1: Sure. And I mean, you're absolutely right. When Teams doesn't work, people go, I'm going to phone Microsoft. Why isn't this working? But you're making the assumption it's a Microsoft problem. And the analogy I'll give you is Microsoft, and I'm, I'm a Formula One fan, so I'll use a, a Formula One analogy, is Microsoft have built this really capable Formula One sports car. And if I take that on the, on the track, a racetrack, it will go as fast as Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen will allow this car to go. It will fly down this racetrack. If I try and drive that race car downtown Ottawa, you know, 9 AM Monday morning, it'll do 20 kilometers an hour. Because the environment it in isn't optimized for it to run at its full capability. And that's where we come in. So we allow an IT team to actually look and say, is the infrastructure, the environment, including the home network, including the internet service provider, all the way through, is that delivering uh, the best environment we can to optimize the Office 365 that we have paid for. Uh, and I'll give you an example. We've recently um, got a new client. Uh, they're a very large uh, car dealership uh, across all of South America, one of the largest car dealerships in South America. And the Microsoft have sold them Office 365. And to your point, Teams didn't work properly. And of course, they phoned up Microsoft and said, Teams doesn't work properly. And Microsoft look at their environment and go, looks good at our place, man. You know, not sure what's going on. So we were introduced, we installed our tool and we found out a whole series of issues ranging from the internet service providers not routing their traffic correctly to their internal network not being configured correctly. um, And we solved the problem. we solved the problem really quickly. So again, if you think about that from a value, one, we've delivered a higher level of productivity, but two, the IT team can solve their problems quicker, so you upskill the IT team and you've you know, enhanced their ability to resolve quickly, but also you've taken that noise away from Microsoft. right? So all of that makes the IT teams and Microsoft really happy, and you've also made the company more productive. So that's our basic value proposition right there.
0: Okay, and as we heard before, I, I'm generalizing a little bit, it's almost a 50-50 split between Mitel, the kind of uh, legacy revenue, if I could put it that way, still important, but this this new kind of shift to Microsoft uh, cl- uh, clients. Um, what does the future look like a little bit as we look in, f- deeper into 2022 and 2023? In other words, what's the market opportunity?
1: Yeah, so if I go back to your point, we, we, we have some other legacy products, so from companies we've acquired, so consider that sort of the bottom layer of of Martello. The middle layer is the Mitel piece, which we'll just keep going. We've closed deals with with Mitel recently, so that that, middle layer of Mitel keeps going, but the growth is on with the Microsoft business. We're seeing that growth. We're seeing that the exciting part of of what we're doing, Uh, and really that's where we will focus as, Microsoft produced their results yesterday. Uh, they got 12 million Teams users connected to the PSDN network. Those are fabulous environments for us to be in. So, basically, Microsoft is growing an even bigger total addressable market for Martello to go at. Uh, but we're also announcing partnerships. Uh, we've we've got obviously Microsoft, but now we've got Orange Business Services. Uh, we announced Datacom, and we've got more partners in the hopper, and they they're starting to come to us because now we have the relationship with Microsoft being introduced to these partners. But for the first time, we've actually got co-branded material with Microsoft. So it shows Office 365 and Martello and how we can all come together to deliver what we spoke about. And that's really why I see the future. We'll see the legacy stuff still sort of decay over time as, as it should, it's legacy material. Mitel stays strong and consistent and repeatable. And then the growth really on that Microsoft business where microsoft themselves see the growth and the usage as well.
0: So does that mean John then that as far as uh, growing revenues is concerned that you're dependent upon partners or is there still an aspect of direct sales where martello's going uh, directly uh, like the the great example you gave us uh, just a minute ago to the car dealership.
1: Yeah, very much both. I mean, at the moment um we're selling through Microsoft, so you know, they they you know, it's still considered a direct sale to us. Microsoft introduced the partner it's up to us to you know, go and have the conversations and introduce Martello and the product. And if they want a trial, we'll, we'll configure that up. But again, ideally we're going quite, they, they normally have a problem if they've come to us already, uh, they want to go fast. Uh, so direct is still a huge aspect of what we're doing. But yes, partners are part of our future uh, and because of that's the Microsoft ecosystem.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great and and you know what a partner uh what a company to be aligned with. Um before we wrap up John, I want to take this opportunity to ask you a little bit of a uh to, co- to comment for a second on the economic landscape. We've we've been through a pandemic. I guess we're still in the pandemic. Um what always surprised me uh many technology companies and perhaps Martello weathered the pandemic quite well. Now we're kind of in this post-pandemic economic phase where we're seeing you know, inflation go through the roof or maybe more pertinent to Martello, uh, very significant shifts in stock markets, uh, very significant changes in the valuation of technology companies. So I'm wondering, um, you know, you're sitting there out, out in Canada and and I get to speak with the great people at Wesley Clover and Terry Matthews and that on occasion. What do you think this uh, changing economic climate might mean for Ottawa's technology sector?
1: Well, I don't think any tech company is going to be immune to what's going on. I don't think they can be, whether it's they see the spend reducing from their clients, whether they see the pipeline reducing, or just you know overall the, the, the economy slowing. Uh, and we saw Shopify's announcements yesterday on headcount reduction. Um, so, I mean, if I look at this and I look at sort of the start of the pandemic, what my my research and what we've looked here is, Companies that weather these storms are those that do defensive and offensive. You can't just cut, co- you know. You can't just do cost reductions. That's a defensive move. You've got to do, you know, a offensive move. Which is why we moved into Microsoft. We certainly cost, you know, we did our own cost reductions. Right. We sold off part of the company, uh, but we also pivoted as an offensive move. And again, I think a lot of companies are looking at the same thing. How do I do my defensive moves, but also my offensive moves? And then, I mean, you mentioned the stock market. Um, You know, Martello, we're at you know historically low price right now, Um, and you see, you know, that's nerves, that's people being risk averse, which is normal for this kind of uh, economic uncertainty. But it also gives strong potential for those willing, you know, to say, I can see this. You know, I'm not sure how long a recession lasts, but you know, I can watch the patterns and trends and say, you know, the stock market will recover historically. That's it always has. So actually, buying stocks now and looking at those you know deflated stock prices makes sense to my, my investments now because they will recover uh, into the future. So I think again, it's like anything; it's we there are opportunities for those willing to take it, but you've got to be somewhat careful and manage that risk as you do so.
0: I think that's great advice, particularly the offense defense. It can't be all defense; it's got to be a little bit of offense, and then just uh, just a heads a nod uh, nodding as well when you're talking about the. Uh, the cycle that we're we're living through, and and the economy, had, we've been in kind of a bull uh, market for a long time, but uh, you know things things will bounce back. So, listen, John, th- I want to thank you for all your time. I know you're a busy guy running the company out there. Uh, thank you for your time, and uh, best of luck as 2022 unfolds.
1: Great, thanks, Michael. I appreciate uh, your interest in Martello.
0: That was uh, John Proctor of Martello Technologies. A big thank you to him. Before we wrap up, let's take a look at some of the other great companies that champion Techopia. Techopia is brought to you by many great sponsors, such as EY, Building a Better Working World, Number Crunch, offering virtual CFO services for SaaS companies, Pearlie Robertson Hill & McDougall, a leader in business and technology sector law, TD Bank, specialized programs for technology companies, the University of Ottawa Faculty of Engineering, creating the next generation of technical talent, Calion, innovative solutions delivered with integrity. Techopia is not only a podcast, we post new articles daily at obj.ca slash techopia. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, you can find Techopia at Techopia, O-T-T. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell icon. Thanks once again to John Proctor of Martello. It's been a little bit slow over the summer with uh, Techopia Live. We've uh, we've been resting up a little bit, but... uh, I just want to signal to you, we've got lots of episodes coming up booked uh, right up into September now. So you should be able to see episodes coming up on a uh, once every two weeks basis. I want to thank you for watching or listening. We hope Techopia is helping you stay connected to the local technology community. Let's keep building Ottawa's technology utopia. That's Techopia. See you soon. Bye-bye.